Welcome to Unfiltered with Ellie and Tamsin. I'm Ellie Zano. I'm a mindset and empowerment coach and a Reiki energy healer. It is my soul's purpose to educate, empower and inspire you to reclaim your power, to stand in your truth and to embrace your freedom. Hi, my name is Tamsin Young. I'm a collective consciousness coach and I specialize in mind, body and soul realignment. I have access to the Akashic Records and it is within my soul's contract to help you live a more purposeful life. Join us as we share our personal journeys and share with you the tools to how we reclaimed our power and now live our life on our terms. Now sit back, relax and open your mind to bring clarity, difference of perspective and to release your true power within. Welcome back to Unfiltered with Ellie and Tanzan. Hey Tanzan, how are you going? Hey Ellie, I'm awesome. How are you? I'm so good. It's so, so awesome to be back here today. Um, and we're featuring another amazing human being, Casey McKenzie. Hey Casey, how are you going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to you be are here. You're so welcome. Absolutely. Casey, tell us like how your week's been, what's been going on. I'd love to hear from you and Tanzan before we kind of get into the big nitty gritty of everything about you and what you do. Yeah, um, cool. tell, tell us something about your week. What's been really cool? Yeah, uh, well, today I actually um, had, so I feature on a radio station here in Adelaide, uh, 92.7 Fresh FM. So today was my second um, show on there or second segment where I basically just jump on there every morning for about half an hour and take some calls and do little snap predictions. So that's been really, yeah, it's been really cool. and I also have another show that I do feature on every Friday. It's actually um, an American show. Um, oh. And I feature on there too and have about a half an hour segment. So, yeah I've, been, yeah, I've been doing that. And then I worked at the Universal Light Expo weekend, which is a psychic expo here in um, Adelaide. So I've been busy. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> but a lot going on. <laughs> that sounds awesome. So I, I, I guess, you know, from what you've just kind of shared with us, you're already kind of letting everybody know a little bit about what you do. So um, Tamsin, did you want to kind of come in and let us know how your week's been too? And then we can kind of give this whole platform to Casey. Yes, absolutely. I love this. I My week has been crazy good it's so funny isn't it I think I've been going on like this very spiritual roller coaster off the over the past couple of months and if if not even more the past couple of weeks and I feel like everyone that I talk to about this resonates Mm. in some way or another Mm. and this past week has just been enormous shifts and quantum leaps I've been feeling so many quantum leaps to like a brand new me a brand new me and Mm. It's so, like, even since our last episode, I've been feeling like there's just this big build-up. Hey, there's this big, like, internal energetic build-up where it's like, what next, what next, what next? And I had to learn, which is definitely not me, but I had to learn to sit back and just relax for a minute and integrate everything and integrate the quantum leaps. And I've been feeling so much more clarity around everything on the 
move and direction forward with the people in my life, what I'm doing, and just a major sole purpose um, recognition. Amazing. Mind blown. Mm. Crazy stuff. (laughs) I love that. Mm. Thank you. I just want to add quickly that Casey is not just running like multiple businesses and busy as anything within business. She's (laughs) also a mum, you guys. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Well, Casey, tell us a little bit more about yourself and, you know, what you do, who you are. Obviously, you're a mum, but we'd love to know a little bit more about what you do and who you are and as that mother as well. And, and, And tell us a little bit about your story, where you came from and why you do what you do now. Oh, dear. How long do we have? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can just keep it rolling, babe. Just just speak from your heart. (laughs) No. It's um, like that, isn't it? Oh, honestly. I mean, but this is the thing, right? Every single person in the spiritual community or every single person that's holding space has a story to tell. And that's why we're Mm. here. You know, so I feel like it's all, you know, we've all gone through something or a whole series of events which leads us to where we are. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I might just, yeah, go back to where it all started for me. So, you know, I was five years old when I started having a spiritual connection. So I first connected to my grandfather and Mm -hmm. my dad's actually a medium. So it does come from my dad's side. Um, so I was quite young when I had my very first connection, but, uh, I wasn't, I was eight when I started having like really strong psychic dreams. And when I started predicting things for friends and family and because my dad could really recognize it, it wasn't shut down. You know, he would more or less have open conversations about it. Um, and then, you know, I suffered, um, a lot of trauma when I was really young. So my parents broke up when I was, I would have been about eight or nine. And, um, when I was 10, I went through an extreme amount of abuse from 10 to 15, um, you know, sexual, physical, emotional, there was a lot there, a lot to unpack. So, you know, for those years of my life, I really just, I feel like I was at that time, my childhood was taken from me and it took me off my path. But now looking in hindsight, I can look back and realize, well, I actually went through all of that because Mm. it serves a purpose now, which I'll get to as I'm talking about my, my journey. Um, so yeah, that, you know, that was a really significant period of my life. And then when I was 15, actually younger, I started drinking really quite quite heavily when I was 13 and partying all the time to kind of mask that pain. And then by the time I was 14 and 15, I was pretty hard on the drugs. Uh, I wasn't addicted by any means, but I would party really hard. Um, you know, I was flunking school. I have no idea how I even made it to year 11. I think it's a miracle I even got that far because I was just too busy partying and doing all the things. Um, and then, you know, by the time I was 18, I was, you know, I had some really, um, (laughs) interesting relationships, uh, my choice in, in boys, as you could imagine from the trauma ride experience, were not very tasteful. (laughs) Um, so I was with a, you know, a bikey when I was 15 years old. So that was interesting. 
Um, and then my life kind of just, yeah, was a bit out of control for my teen years. But, um, you know, as I start heading into my 20s, my early 20s, I, you know, I was still kind of on that path of destruction. However, I really grew out of that party phase uh, when we're, you know, in terms of drinking and, and our, uh, drugs. I stopped that when I was about 19. So since then, I actually have not taken, actually, that's a lie. I've only taken drugs once since I was 19 and I'm 30. So mm. that was a real big eye opener for me. And that's a big story as well. But um, as I'm heading into my early 20s, I ended up having a, you know, nervous breakdown. Um, and this is really for me where my spiritual journey started. So fast forwarding to about 23 when I had my nervous breakdown and I like to try and reframe it as more of like a breakthrough because it was Mm. at that time in my life when everything, all the things I was suppressing, they started to come to the surface and you, you get to this point where you just can't hide that pain anymore. You can't hide that suffering and you realize I can't, you know, mask it anymore. So Mm. when I was 23, I started having a lot of health issues and that's actually what led me on this path. Reiki was actually the first thing that I was exploring before readings, before anything else. I thought I need help and and doctors weren't able to diagnose me Um, because essentially what was going on physically was coming from my emotions and my mental state, right? Because we know the mind and body are connected. They're not different. They're not separate. (laughs) so all of that was actually yeah everything I was going through physically was just manifestation of my emotions but you know try telling western medicine that right Mm, Uh, that's not gonna (laughs) so I just went on this wild fucking ride for however many years until I finally just absolutely was at my lowest one day and I'll never forget um, I had a full-blown panic attack uh, so at this stage of my life, I was actually having five to 10 panic attacks a day. Mm. I could not function. I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't sleep without having panic attacks. I couldn't shower without having panic attacks. Um, it, it got so bad to the point where I would not eat because I thought I would choke and die. So I was actually very, very unwell. I it had just gone completely out of control but what had actually triggered that event was I had taken drugs one weekend so I was like oh I haven't done it since I was 18 I'll have a bit of a party and I was already so fragile and that just sent me into like a psychosis so Mm -hmm. my friend one day pulled me aside and said babe I'm taking you to the hospital and we're going to put you on medication just for now because I was really against it but I I absolutely at that time in my life needed it so anyway, that I, I started on medication and then she said to me that day, when you are feeling better, I want you to go home and I want you to watch The Secret. And <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what Amazing. on earth are you talking about, sister? And she was like, just promise me that when you are feeling better, once the meds have kicked in and once you're in a more relaxed state, I want you to watch it. And I said, okay, babe, I will. So after a couple of days, you know, meds kicked in. I I just remember when I first started taking them, I was hallucinating. I was very sick. I was slept for, I reckon, a whole week. And um, 
I went, all right, I'm going to watch this, this DVD. And that changed my whole damn life. Mm. that video that was well, a dvd that i watched because you know back then there were dvds <laughs> <laughs> god I, I, I sound ancient um i so have I it on that. vcr oh, oh here we go <laughs> <laughs> you Where girls are back? still like you girls are still like eight years younger and 10 years younger than me <laughs> i'm almost 38 <laughs> oh dear i mean God, they were the days. I wish we, the 90s were the best. Man. The cassettes and all sorts of crazy hoes. Oh, the kids will never know the pain of having to record music on the cassettes when they come on the radio or you the Walkmans. A, you put a pen next to a cassette and you ask people nowadays what to, what connection do they have and they're just puzzled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even the Walkmans, I mean, there were no iPods or anything back then. No. <laughs> oh. Casey, so, I love that you, you said about the secret because funny enough I didn't know about that until I was probably about six seven years ago oh wow um and I only knew about it when it was on Netflix so even though I'm a lot older than you girls (laughs) I'm still very young in my spiritual uh, awakening around all of that stuff so please continue though (laughs) yeah no I will no this is great yeah (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, I thought, okay, I'm going to watch this and I watched it and I kid you not, I then watched it every single day for about a year straight. Every oh night my God. before I went to bed, that was my routine. I would oh. put it on I, and then I went down the road of dream boards. I even kind of touched on like the whole NLP and, you know, you know when yep. you just step into the world and your mind just goes like explodes and you want to know everything um so you know I started to explore and then I went right I need to get off the medication I gained 22 kilos on the medication I was Mm. numb I could not feel anything and even before I had my awakening and would had labeled myself a psychic or you know medium or whatever you want to call it I, I knew I could predict things and, and I was intuitive and I would channel, but I never knew what that meant until after my awakening. But mm. I was a feeler. So being on medication and not being able to feel anything was actually making me depressed because I was not a monotone person. Like I'm pretty, I'm out there, I'm confident, I will speak, I like to, you know, feel love and, and feel the emotions so not being able to feel anything I was like this isn't going to work for me but I've got to get myself better I can't mm-hmm. go back to that place uh so you know at one point I did have a couple of suicide attempts and it, it was just getting out of control so we um I ended up coming across Reiki and mm-hmm. uh went to a couple of healing sessions for myself and that's when the doors really started opening for me um, and I went on this whole journey of like looking at whole foods and, you know, I went vegetarian for a little while and I slowly started to wean myself off the medication and I've now been off medication or oh, testing my memory here. I reckon I was 24, so six years I've been off of medication now. Yay. Yeah. And no panic Amazing. attacks. Yay. <laughs> yes. And I just want to touch on this too. There's no shame in taking medication. I want to make that really clear. You yeah. have to do what's necessary. I see it the same way as if you have a heart condition and you take heart medication, right? The brain shouldn't be looked at differently. Mental illness should not be looked at differently. But I do believe there are better ways. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. getting to the root cause is why I haven't had to go back on them. 
dealing with my shit is why I haven't had to go back on them. But I still have days where I have to kind of put myself in check, right? So it's a work in progress and I would never tell anyone to get off their medication without their doctor's supervision, which is what I did. Um, It took me a couple of weeks to wean off of them. Um, And it was actually interesting. Um, God, my memory is coming back now doing this timeline. When I actually was weaning off the medication, I jumped on a plane by myself with 10 strangers and went over to America. (laughs) Um, I was offered this business deal at the time and they're like, we want you to come and see our head office in America. And I said to my fiancé at the time, "Uh, in two days I'm heading off to America and I'm gone. See you later. <laughs> and I just went and I, I, that was the, the day I actually jumped on the plane was the day of my last tablet. And I went oh, to wow. myself, nah, like I'm, I'm, I'm good now. I don't need it. And I just, off I went. So I put all my trust in the universe <laughs> and I, off I went. Um, anyway, that's where my journey started from there. It took about probably another year. I was um, attuned to Reiki And then that's when my psychic senses or my intuitive, you know, my abilities just expanded. It was like next level. I couldn't even walk in a room without spirit talking to me and connecting to loved ones. Um, I just remember in 2017, I purchased my first deck of cards and I woke up on Christmas Day 2017 and my guide said to me, Casey, those deck of cards that you bought months ago, you need to go and pick them up and take them to Christmas lunch. And at this time, I didn't know what a guide was. I didn't know what the voices in my head were. I thought, oh, my God, am I hearing voices again? Like, do I need to go back on meds? What's going on? Who's talking to me? (laughs) You know, what's going on? Um, But it felt like a positive, you know, voice. So that day I listened to it. I did some readings at Christmas lunch. And three weeks later, I opened my business. It was uh, first called the House of Healings. Mm. Then it was Casey's House of Healing because there was a business already with House of Healing. Um, And, yeah, I I never looked back and now I'm the Soul Lounge. So there's been a lot of change in the last five years. Uh, But, yeah, from that day, it was just like straight forward, never look back. And now I'm here where I am now, (laughs) which is a whole nother story. (laughs) I cannot even believe this. You telling your story, honestly, triggers so many of my memories, like to almost like 95% of the things that you mentioned, Mm. I have literally to the T gone through as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't even touched on the like the abusive relationships I went through that absolutely broke me. I was with narcissists, sociopaths. I mean, I, that's a whole like another, can, yeah. if I even opened that can of worms, I mean, that's a whole nother <laughs> like story, but I, that there too was something I, that was my most recent trauma actually, just before I met my current partner. Um, mm. Yeah. That, cause so I went through my, um, Saturn return. I'm in my Saturn return now, but I was in like the shadow phase, like the beginning of it. And oh, holy, holy hell. Oh my God. I do not know how I survived that sociopath relationship. That was the hard, that was actually harder for me to go through than what it was going through sexual abuse for five years of my life. Wow. 
And the yep. reason why it was harder is because he was triggering my childhood wounds I had not dealt with. Mm. Yep. That's mm. why I attracted him in the first place. That right. so he was like good lesson to you. Oh dear, yeah. And you know, he, he would was even remind that role. me. Yeah, he mm. he he was uh he was there to serve his purpose and uh that was a that was a big journey. That was from uh, that was really hard for me to get out of and I just remember when I had finally decided I'm done with the cheating, the lying, the abuse, the you know, the gaslighting, the mental yep. games. I just remember calling my brother one day and saying, next week you're picking me up with your friends, bringing a trailer and you're taking me out of this house and absolutely no matter what I say, you do not let me back in that house. You've got to mm-hmm. literally pick me up and you've got to get me out of this because I almost Response. lost my business. Yeah, it, it was. I was so consumed in what he was doing. I was mm-hmm. so consumed. I was behaving so erratically. I was stalking. I was... <laughs> just Mm. I was mad and I was so consumed in that and I was so unwell that I I yeah I I then created a sex addiction and I'm in recovery Mm. for that now and that's all good but what happened what essentially happens is when you experience so much trauma you're just Mm. looking to numb pain right Mm. that's essentially what addiction is Mm. and I would you know when I was a teenager I was drinking and taking drugs and then when in my early 20s I was addicted to health and like getting better and then I was Mm. addicted to love and relationships and then I was addicted to sex and because he wasn't uh he was triggering a lot of my insecurities and my sexual wounds that was my way of dealing with it by wanting sex right that's how I felt validated yeah because that's what I went through when my brain was developing and those yep. things were happening to me, I was wired in that specific way. So that's a whole nother story. But now at this point in my life, I'm with the most amazing man. I have a 17-week-old son. They are the light of my life. I'm here. I made it. And you <laughs> Absolutely. Are breathing. <laughs> and you are running a super phenomenal, successful business, bringing so much value and collective information to uh, the the human race and and the people Thank that you. are in your life and those that hear you and 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 can feel your energy and it's just amazing to to really help bring this to our audience because we all like you said we all have a story and there's mm. so much that I can connect and resonate with my personal human experience to your story. And there's so much that I can hear you mention that connects with Ellie's story as well. Mm, and it's just interesting. It's enormous. <laughs> it's enormous to know that, you know, not just us three here talking and hearing how much we can resonate, but how much we can help so many people that also yes. have experienced things that may feel like. You know, their only choice is drugs or alcohol or pharmaceuticals or sex or any type of addiction or mental health that they might or anything that they might be mm-hmm. going through where, you know, just one one word, one conversation, one simple thing can help them realise their potential. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, so you know, when I first started my business and I think this even like anyone who's listening right now who might be thinking of wanting to start their healing business or their reading business because that is just the way the world's going now Mm -hmm. one thing for me that I found is when I started my business 
every single client that walked through my door mirrored things that I had not dealt with. Yep. <laughs> they were a slap in my fucking face. So Absolutely. anyone who's thinking of reading and healing, you've got to start healing your own shit first because if you don't, you yep. are in trouble. Like, you, you know, and I had already done so much healing, but also the positive to this mm-hmm. and why I'm so grateful for all the things I've been through, viewing it from another perspective, is every single client that has walked in my door I have been able to relate to in some way. Mm-hmm. There's never been someone that walks through my door. It's probably actually so rare. I can't mm-hmm. even think off the top of my head a time where someone sat down for a healing or a reading and I haven't been able to sit with them and hold them and say, you know what, you are not alone and I've actually, I can empathise with you. I have been through this experience or something similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the power that I that we have been given through our trauma. Because if we can't, if we haven't been through it, how can we help other people through it? We're not 100%. reading from a book, right? There's no, I don't care, I don't give a shit what qualification someone has, unless you have lived that experience. I feel <laughs> like it's not as valuable. I love that you said that. Um, years ago, when I was doing my my counselling diploma. Like I said, I'm, I'm almost 38 now, but I was in my early 20s um, and I had a lady stand up in, in the group of um, we were doing some, some training and mm-hmm. she looked over to me and she said, you know what, I wouldn't want to come to somebody like you because you're young and you have no idea about a relationship or a divorce or anything like that. And little did she realise, you know, I'd been through sexual abuse, a teen pregnancy, domestic violence, um, I just lost a house <laughs> from a guy that I'd been with for five years. Like she had no idea about my mm-hmm. life. And <laughs> I kind of took that as an opportunity just to remind her um, that, you know, you might look at somebody and think they haven't been through something. But from where I was sitting, where I was coming from, I had a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of experience. And mm-hmm. people have oft- often said to me as well, oh, but you haven't got this qualification with this or this or that. And I'm like, what do you mean? I've, <laughs> I've had the the raw experience of yes. having to deal with that. I might not have been trained in it. I don't fucking think I need to be trained in something in order to have experienced something at, at first hand. Mm-hmm. And then be able to relate to somebody else. And I can I can completely relate to you with that, Casey. I have um, definitely had so many clients come in here who have mirrored exactly so many things to mm-hmm. me too. And I've used those things as a really good opportunity for me to go back within and, and continue to work on those things in my life. Um, but it's so powerful when you can sit with that person and actually say, hey, yeah, I've been there. I've been through that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make people feel so alone then in their journey. Um, And I know personally, like so many people like still look up to me in that aspect and say, thank you for like being open and raw about your own experiences. Because if you hadn't spoken out, I wouldn't have felt, I, I would have still been feeling alone or I would have been feeling like I can't talk about my my own experience um so you know wherever we are in the world and wherever we are in our journey it is so important to be vulnerable and i just want to thank you so much for being vulnerable here today and and just bringing your story to everybody because i know that everything you've said is like tamsin said it is so similar to our stories as well in so many different aspects 
Um, and I know that the more people that I speak to or stories that I read, it seems that so many people have been through sexual abuse, mm -hmm. um, drug addiction, sex addiction, um, mm -hmm. you know, feeling unworthy, not good enough. And I love how before you said um, about the emotions, like you were, you know, all your emotions were manifesting those illnesses and the disease that you yes. were, you know, bringing into your life. And I, I feel like that is something Tamsin and I have touched on many times in our previous episodes but it's something that I, I really want people out in the world to really understand that where we are living, what we are doing with our lives, the way that we are reacting or responding to people through our emotions and how we re react or respond to life is exactly what we're going to be bringing in. Mm -hmm. What we focus on, we find, you know, what we are, what we are um, acting out, I guess, is how we're attracting those types of relationships into our life as well. And it's so important that if we want to stop, you know, illness and disease, we need to start getting real with ourselves, uh -huh. really looking at those emotions. Perception is projection. And however mm -hmm. you, you become that creator, you are creating. Yes, and, absolutely. And it does. It does happen. And, you know, I have pretty much the exact same story, Casey. I was so sick. I was so unwell. I had multiple panic attacks that I was stuck at home for years as well and couldn't do anything. I turned to pharmaceutical because I was done being mm -hmm. that way. And it got to the point where I was on a trial and error smorgasbord of pharmaceutical, daily pharmaceuticals, nine a day. And most of them wow. were just counteracting the side effects of the last. And I had a moment where I looked down one morning and I was popping all these pills and I thought, I had just gone through this, except it was lines on a table and MDMA, mm -hmm. like it was mad. Yes. I'd already gone through this. Why am mm -hmm. I doing it again? Except why am I paying pharmaceuticals that I had told myself for years, fuck pharmaceutical. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, no, Hannah picked me and I just, I, I threw some of them out and then I weaned off some of the other ones and I was like, mm -mm, not doing it. And then that's when I came to realize that actually, you know what, pharmaceuticals are okay for, to be there, except I, I now know that I'm responsible for what's happening to my body, my mind, my psyche, my mm -hmm. connection, my energy, my surroundings, my environment. And once I had that conscious connection to my creation, my, manifest, my manifesting creation of my reality, I came to realize that if I was so sick and I, I led myself to this point, I can heal myself as well. Mm. We have the power within that is so much deeper than we uh, are, are made to believe. You know, the schooling mm -hmm. system and the, the, the uh, medical system, all of these systems out there are made to convince us that we don't individually have the power except we are rising our freaking frequency to the point where we are here now in this new earth 5d and above dimension to teach people how to go within and mm -hmm. how to be that healer of one and all yes absolutely and i just want to touch on that too because i can already hear people being triggered by this i can already feel the energy but i just want to <laughs> i just want to add to this as well is that when we speak of 
manifesting things into our existence and manifesting things into our body. I think a lot of people, you know, get their backs up because they think, well, why on earth would anyone want to do that? And obviously it's not a conscious thing. Mm. These things are happening in the subconscious, in the back of our mind. It's the thoughts that keep reoccurring and repeating every day that you don't even know that you're having. It's that um, process you know, your processes, your belief systems that were created right back to even when you were in the womb, right? Mm. So I always say to people, most of the beliefs that we have and most of the illnesses and most of the suffering that we have actually comes from our ancestors. It comes from our parents and it just comes down the line. And a lot of people will say, well, you know, heart disease runs in families. No trauma runs in families. (laughs) Trauma Mm. is carried down Mm -hmm. by families Mm -hmm. and you know if you look at louise hay heal your body or you look at the secret body secret language of the body these books and you can actually identify you know what a headache connects to or what a joint pain connects to and you can start diving into that but i just want people to really open up their mind to it but also understand and know that it's not about blaming it's not about you know um victim blaming or anything like that saying oh well you're creating this by what you're doing yes you are but you're not doing it on purpose mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like you're walking around going oh I want to I want to be broke or I want to <laughs> be sick or I want to you know of course you're not doing that but if you can really open up your mind to the possibility that maybe there's mm-hmm. something in what we are saying just imagine how much you could transform your life if you're mm-hmm. really willing to let your mind go there because it truly does change your whole life when you can grasp the concept that your reality, your outer world, is a reflection of your inner world Mm. every time, no matter what it is. (laughs) Um, And we can't control how we were brought up, right, but we can control now what we do with how we were brought up and also how we are bringing up the next generation. We are breaking the cycles 100%. Our generation is breaking cycles. Thank you, Soul Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, even just being here in this time, it's like, what was I thinking? Next time I'm going to read the terms and conditions. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> and I don't you, know what shit I signed. <laughs> and, and you mentioned that, you know, there are things that come back to when we were in the womb. See, yes. a lot of my work I do within the Akashic Records and multidimensional realms I can actually articulate that it goes so much further than just the womb. It goes to past lives and past um, energies and, uh, you know, universal laws or universal karmic, you know, coming out in this world. And it's like our soul's contract, our soul's purpose, our soul's path, mission, everything is so much higher. And, you know, a lot, we are born into the families we're born into. We are, we get put through these experiences and situations and circumstances for a reason and sometimes it's really really hard to understand that concept and sometimes when we're going through it it is really 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 hard and I definitely do not um take that away from those that suffer or or go through such extreme pain but when we can come from a place where we share that as we are doing here and, and and hoping to help at least if we can help one person, then uh, that energy dom- domino effect is just enormous. And 
that's why I truly believe that helping to raise that collective consciousness throughout our whole soul's journey is 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 life changing and we can transform our whole perception and creation and reality if you allow yourself to open your mind to the idea that you can achieve the life of your dreams and all your desires throughout opening this little portal (laughs) that connects (laughs) to the universe you know we all Mm. have that potential yeah so true so true so so casey like what exactly are you doing like with your work right now you mentioned you're at a few markets you mentioned that you're Mm -hmm. um at 92.7 um doing a segment there and what was the other place you said as well uh so it's through a1r psychic radio and moonstruck tv which is an american company yeah yeah um so so yeah can anybody like connect into that to listen to that one as well or yes so uh they can go onto their facebook page a1r psychic radio or moonstruck tv or they can even look it up on online on the internet they have their own web pages and you can there's it's not just me as well there are a whole bunch of other psychics and mediums from over in the US I believe there might be one or two from Australia as well Um, and I think there's even a couple from the UK so they're trying to really expand that so you know you can have the option to call in and and get a reading Um, so at the moment I am predominantly doing the, the fairs and the events. And the reason for that is because I'm supposed to be on maternity leave, (laughs) uh, because I have a baby, but me and my partner ended up deciding, you know, he was going to work and really not enjoying it. And I was actually quite depressed being at home with my baby and not working. And Mm -hmm. that can trigger some people. Like when I say that to people, they're like, Oh, how dare you not enjoy being a stay at home mom. And I'm like, you know, I love my son more than anything, but I am here to do more than just be a mom. And that's totally okay. And I honor that. And I'm, uh, I'm, I feel like just me even, standing in that power and being like there's no shame in it hopefully will influence other mothers to stand in their power and be like, well, I don't just have to do the traditional stay-at-home and be a mum. I can do both. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So my partner is actually the stay-at-home dad and I work. But right now I'm not taking one-on-one readings just because I am actually in the process of looking for a space to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm doing events all around um, Adelaide, uh, I am doing two question reading. So if people are interested in having like a mini reading with me until I'm doing full readings again, they can contact me through the soullounge.com.au or my Facebook pages for that. Beautiful. I also do woman circles as well and uh, do some full moon ceremonies from time to time, either in person or online. Yep. So that's really where I'm at at the moment, doing the stage event doing the group events but I will get back into the one-on-one healings next year and readings yep um I do a lot of inner child and womb healings as well I do a lot of the I like to get to the root cause of things with my clients so we do a lot of like unconscious work yep um because as you know that's where it all comes from (laughs) yeah absolutely I love that um inner child and and womb healings did you say yes that's amazing 
Amazing. Could you tell me a little bit more? I saw something the other day, and I don't know if it yep. was maybe one of your posts um, in regards to womb healings, because I'd love a little bit more information, especially for our listeners yeah. who have maybe have no idea what that is about. Yeah, cool. So basically when I talk about womb healings, that to me will often be when people have experienced sexual trauma, yep. experienced abortion, miscarriage, some type of loss relating to their womb, or it could yep. even be just a physical manifestation, you know, polycystic ovaries, endometriosis, some hormonal imbalances yep. where women will come and they might be struggling to feel pregnant or they've gone through, you know, sexual abuse. Sometimes, though, I do have clients which come to me and they don't even know they're holding any energy in their womb because we can really hold any emotion anywhere. We could hold anger in our pinky finger. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it manifests anywhere. (laughs) But, um, yes, essentially womb healing is relating to those specific traumas. uh, And through that work, it is it is very intense because and you do have to really be open and willing because it is very you know you're very vulnerable in that space so i feel like a lot of people kind of work up to the womb healings it's like yeah. rather than diving straight into it depending on that level of trauma they've experienced around that yeah um and sometimes we can have blockages there for self-worth sexual blockages where maybe we're not able to connect to our partner on that intimate level anymore. So there's a lot of things that can manifest in the womb space. Yeah, I love that. I think it's such a special work to do as well. And um, coming from, you know, my upbringing, I was completely not connected to my body at all. Mm -hmm. And obviously through the abuse and stuff that I went through as well, yeah, it, it can have a massive effect. And I realised, you know, probably in my early 20s that that was having a big effect on my mm-hmm. sex life at the time with my partner, um, yes. which is why I then went down a huge mm-hmm. path of, you know, going to see the police and all that about the abuse I'd been through. Um, but, you know, that just kind of followed on years and years later. And it probably wasn't until earlier this year when I did like a healer training that um, I had a lot dissolved from my mm-hmm. womb and I, I realized um, that that was part of why I was having like a lot of problems with my periods I was yes. having a lot of problems with my moods and my hormones um, it's still a work in progress but it is so important for women to realize yes. that this is what's happening with us you know we don't just have illnesses and the diseases for no reason. They are actually a message to us. It is an opportunity for us to look within and to heal and for you to offer these beautiful um, ceremonies is is just a, a beautiful way for women to kind of get back in touch with who they are and get back in touch with their body. Yes, um, and that's important because a lot of people are so disconnected from their body. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yes. I really feel that. Yes. I feel like over the next few years, it's just going to be another um, wave of awakening around this as well. Understanding that people are, you know, a whole as a body, a mind, and a soul. We are a whole, and we need to really, um, you know, reconnect to every part of our body in order to have everything in alignment. You can't have everything in alignment if you're not willing to look at every aspect of your being. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it does. It's, healing sounds exhausting, doesn't it? When you think about it, you're like, oh my God, it just never ends. <laughs> you know, that's oh, yeah. something. But I also, and I always contradict myself when I say this because obviously I hold space for people to heal and you know, we obviously want to absolutely be healing our wounds and healing our traumas. But I also want to make a point in saying that we aren't broken. You know, we don't always have to be fixing something. But if something was taken from us, like our childhood or our innocence, or we were, you know, touched against our will or spoken to in a, in a bad way for many, you know, even if it was once, it doesn't have to be many years, you know, going into my inner child healings, for example, I'll have people come to me that are like, there's nothing wrong with me. I had a white picket fence upbringing. My parents were great <laughs> and will regress back to when they were five and their teacher embarrassed them in front of the class. And this is why they've never been able to speak out their whole life, right? Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't always have to be this traumatic event. And I think what's traumatic for me might not be traumatic for someone else and vice versa. So trauma means something different for everybody. Yeah. It doesn't just have, like it's not one shade, but I just, yeah, I just want to say I, no one is broken. These things happened to us, but we can take that power back and we get to decide, am I going to leave that power with the abuser or am I going to leave that power with the doctor? Am I going to leave that power with my teacher, whoever it is, or am I going to take that power back? And that's even that in itself, just like acknowledging it, that is so mm. healing just in that. Yeah, yeah. It's like every opportunity we have is just another opportunity uh, to to take back that power. And I I love how you've said that too. It it is really a moment for many people to start realising now that we need to stop giving our power away to everything outside of us. The power already exists within. Um, And I love this, Tams, and how every time, whether it's you and I speaking or you and I with somebody else featuring in our episodes, Towards the end of the episode, somehow we always come back to this, that it is always comes back to within. It is It, it mm-hmm. comes back to who we are at the core and that everything around us exists because of what we're, we're battling or, you know, working through from within and all the answers are always within. So It is funny. It is funny. <laughs> I swear every episode unconsciously subconsciously maybe just consciously every single one of our features and maybe every single one of our episodes there is at least the line that it is all internal oh my god I love that is that just not like that is so spirit just working their magic right yeah just being in alignment like it's just that's because I actually have listened to a couple of episodes um like in the car but I haven't yet been able to listen to a full one. I've got through a couple of half of them. I have to um, go back and listen. But I find that so interesting that they're ending all in the same way. Absolutely. <laughs> so funny. I mean, oh, it's, it's, that must, we might just have to make that our unfiltered motto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we might. We might just have to. Everything well, is it's just obviously <laughs> your message really, yeah. isn't it? It's just it like is. really affirming to you guys that this is where you need to be and this is the message that you have to share is that it's all we we are responsible of our life, of our surroundings, of everything. Yeah. And our mind, body and soul is inner work and our internal reality. Mm-hmm. Focus on you. And this is like another little quote that I love sharing is that if you want to change the world, 
first change yourself. Yes, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our time is almost up, but I wanted to thank you so much, Casey, for being here. Um, Honestly, like I would love to just keep listening to you all day. You are a breath of fresh air. And I feel like every feature we've had lately has really just brought this space to to light in a different way with each person mm. and you've all had a very similar message but a golden message at the same time and um just having you here with us today like I'd love to do another episode yeah <laughs> we'll just awesome. have another further chat <laughs> yeah oh, I am down I would love that it's been awesome uh, thanks for I'm having so me I'm so glad oh you are so welcome and again just thank you so much for being here with us in this space um this episode will be up, you know, in no time and we'll be able to um, share this with the world. And I really hope that whoever is listening um, to this episode that you'll get in touch with um, Casey McKenzie, um, either by listening to 92.7. <laughs> um, it was every Monday morning at yeah, 8.15. Yeah, every Monday morning. Yeah, about 8.15 yeah. to 9 o'clock around that time beautiful Adelaide time or you've got a Facebook page called the soul lounge yes. and um, was it the soul lounge.com.au online yes, that's as well? my website. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So I'll be adding some of these links into our description for this episode anyway, but um, to all of our listeners, thank you again for being here with us and listening to um, Casey McKenzie and Ellie and Tamsin from Unfiltered and we'll hope to see you next time on the next episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys.